tuning you in now to the LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. <laughs> well, hey guys, welcome back. It's great to have you here with us on The Daily Show. Today is Friday, February 23rd. Uh, Brandon and myself, Christine, are diving into everything location-based entertainment and other things. Anyway, let's get this episode rolling. What do you got for us today? All right. Well, so we have uh, an announcement. Well, we don't have an announcement to make. We're making an announcement on behalf of Baytech Entertainment. So some of you may have already heard this, but Baytech Entertainment just announced their acquisition of Major Mega. And I apologize to Major Mega for not having a great version of their logo on here. But um, anyway, uh, so if those of you who do or do not know Major Mega, they're responsible for manufacturing some of the the some of the you know, VR games that you've seen recently, they've actually been around for 11 years, which is interesting because really only the last few years, I feel like, have they really gained momentum and visibility in the market. Uh, so they're the company that's behind Hyperdeck. So you know, if you've ever been to an Andretti, for example, you know they're big. I mean, they're one of the big supporters of Hyperdeck. Every one of the locations has that. Um, and if you're not familiar with Hyperdeck, it's a tethered VR system for four people, but it adds environmental effects. So it adds wind, heat, and motion. And there's you know, and so I've got a little picture here of the Hyperdeck. So this is you know basically the the activities you're playing it. Um, apparently they're all wearing really bright shorts. So that's interesting. They're in that picture. Um, but anyway, then, yeah, I know. Like where they had a swim party before this. I don't know. Definitely a birthday party going on. That's for sure. Um, anyway. So then they also are responsible for the, this is, this one is really cool. The SpongeBob SquarePants dynamic duo. So this is a smaller footprint and it's a tenant free game. So an unattended game. And, you know, again, if you're not familiar with that, this is the one where you actually have two people playing at the same time and then they can ro rotate different positions. And so kind of a fun experience. Uh, you've had a chance to try this one at IAPA in the past and it is a lot of fun. So anyway, what they said in their announcement is that in the upcoming months, Baytech will ultimately also begin transferring the manufacturing of these games to its headquarters. And Baytech is headquartered in Pulaski, Wisconsin. And so obviously Major Mega is going to continue to be an important part of uh, Baytech and continue to develop VR games. And now they're just able, you know, Baytech's able to add VR games to their overall mix of, of games and, and manufacturing that they're putting together. So congrats to uh, Baytech. What are your thoughts yeah. on this for, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Oh, I love it. No, I think, I think it's a smart move actually. I think combining the two and offering a different kind of branch and both different directions is a really clever move because we're not sure where things are going to go. So yeah, I think it was really clever of them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, you know what? Speaking of SpongeBob uh, SquarePants as well, I thought it was also fun that Circus Circus, uh, we know that SpongeBob, the dark ride for SpongeBob SquarePants is going to Circus Circus, and they just announced that it will be open March 1st, which is super cool. So in this dark ride, you'll move through different kind of chambers. You'll be able to interact with the, the characters and different scenes inside of the set. And I believe it's like throwing or shooting things as you move through on this carousel, um, uh, kind of like a ride vehicle. Um, I'm super excited to try it. And we're going to be able to do that while we're at Amusement Expo uh, next month in March. So I think we should get a bunch of people together and just kind of all head on down there together and enjoy the experience. Yeah, no question. And I've been wanting to get to Circus Circus for a while anyway. When you drive by it on the outside, it looks like a giant piece of rundown trash. But they really have done a lot internally to develop their attractions that they've been bringing in and obviously trying to make it a family destination. And so hopefully that means that their outside is also going to not look like it's basically rundown. 
but uh, but I am really excited to try this ride. I, when we first saw it come up, uh, you know, I think we saw the preview of it like eight months ago or around the beginning when we started doing the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. It's very much like a, the type of ride uh, experience is a triotech smash and reload where, you know, com, you know, compact and you're moving around and spinning around and you're shooting things and stuff. So it looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever been inside a circus circus before? I've never been inside of Circus Circus, partly because I've never wanted to like get stuck by a needle or something. Um, it's just <laughs> what it always gives me, the impression from the outside. It's crazy. Yeah, I went in there about 10 years ago, right when I got into the industry. So I'm like, well, I got to go check it out. And it was dirty. It was raunchy. And it just was not a place that you wanted to be. I was really shocked, right? So I'm so excited just to kind of see what the renovations have been like and like how much work they've actually done inside to make it yeah. appealing to families, right? And kids and yeah. entertainment goers. So Yeah. Happy check it out. Okay. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to bring up, I just thought this was such a cool idea, but have you heard about Delta Flight 1218? I have not, actually. Okay. So anyway, Delta quickly sold out this special flight that's happening on April 8th, and it goes from Austin to Detroit, which is huh. happening during the solar eclipse. Okay. All right. Now, what they- Right along is- the path of totality, too, which is right. awesome. It's right yeah. along the path of okay. totality. Now, passengers are taking a big gamble that Delta is going to actually lift off in time, and everything has to kind of go exactly as planned. But they and and Delta said they're also using an Airbus uh, A20 A22-300, which apparently has bigger windows, uh, so that people in the side seats can see through. I mean, hopefully you don't have someone that's too large blocking the window sight. Um, but that never seats, happens on a flight. So no, yeah. I know it always works out as you'd like it to, right? Mm-hmm. But these mm-hmm. seats are selling for one thousand one hundred dollars one way. <laughs> insane right but man what a neat cool experience some amazing photo ops that you could get if you could actually if they time this right and it works out as planned yeah i think so i think that's awesome For, and then secondly if you're on the other side of the plane it's obviously not yeah. going to be on the side of the totality are do you do you have a discounted ticket like um so i'm wondering well, if or, or is the whole plane going to be at the higher rate i wonder yeah, I would imagine that. I wonder if they would even rotate seats. Like maybe there's like something that happens. You get to sit there for 20 minutes and then move on, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty cool. It's it's great. And you know what though? Like it's way cheaper if you can. Again, if it's a gamble, but it is definitely cheaper than I don't know if you've looked at like hotel costs and everything. I mean, hotels are sold out of the path of totality like months ago, and so and some of them are going like crazy. Airbnb is going for like ten thousand dollars a night and stuff because people will pay wow. for it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, well, I think a flight is way better. Like you could capture some pretty unique pictures being up in the air that high, right? They'd be totally different than being on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Neat out. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Well, uh, there's a new place that's opening up in the in Cincinnati, which is not in the path of totality, but <laughs> it is uh, it's opening up this spring. So who knows? Maybe around maybe around the solar eclipse, and it's called Oakley Greens, and it's opening up in the Oakley neighborhood of Cincinnati, and it's come it's opening up right across from a Cinemark. So you know, good location. Cinemark is definitely. Um, this particular Cinemark is not a cinematainment venue, so they're not, you know, really competing. But it's also at the same time, they wouldn't compete anyway because they've been working on it since 2022, and it's a basically a, a family and dog friendly venue, and it has two 18 hole luxury mini golf courses. So I've got a picture of it here. We'll, we'll pull up for you to be able to see. And this is a rendering, obviously, uh, you know, there isn't, I couldn't find anything yet on their website with, you know, what it actually looks like, but I imagine it's going to look very similar to this. You've got, uh, you've out, you have an outdoor stage, they plan to have live music. And then, you know, when you look in the back, it has the, 
uh, that those luxury mini golf courses, like he was talking about, there'll be two full service bars, a clubhouse kitchen. You can order from a kiosk and then there's cabanas to rent as well as themed lounge containers. So you can see these lounges, um, these containers and they have like, they're themed and you actually like, they're like lounges built inside of them, which is kind of unique where you can listen to the live music. Um, and you know, the reason I'm bringing this up is not because they've done anything, you know, super interesting here. But this is leading in in like this trend of this luxury, what they call that luxury mini golf. And like pop stroke has, I think, accelerated that trend. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is, you know, not necessarily, but you look, it's not, there's, there's no windmills, there's no ramps, there's no things in the way, there's no little gimmicky stuff. This is just golf and it's, you know, realistic greens. And I think this is a trend that we're seeing almost like the counter trend to the high tech immersive indoor mini golf that we're you know, seeing as well from places like Puttery and Putt Shack and, uh, and Lucky Putt. Yeah, I, I think this concept's been around for quite a while, though, and maybe just took a while for it to kind of gain some steam. Because I know when I built my mini golf, that was, gosh, back in 2005. That was the big thing then. And our designer said, if you want your mini golf to be timeless and for people to come and play it again and again, you'd want to take all that cheeky kind of little uh, spinny uh, wheels and all those little intricacies off of your mini golf, because that's an only a one-time play kind of uh, mini golf. You want to create it more like an actual hole. And so what they had even suggested to us to do was to go find popular holes all through, you know, North America. And then they would design the mini golf holes after what that hole was actually like. So, uh, you know, getting that advice, I think that this is a, if it is a trend, uh, it's probably a, it sounds like a sound one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, that's interesting that you had that feedback because, you know, I think this is, this is what Tiger Woods and the people who developed, you know, with pop stroke, they really wanted to just create a, a, like a high quality mini, you know, mini golfing experience. And every time we've gone by a pop stroke, it's been slammed out the door, one to two hour wait times to get on the green. And it's just been absolutely crushing it. And so I think that this is definitely something we're seeing, uh, you know, grow from here. Yeah. And so something interesting though, about the pop strokes that I noticed now, I haven't played, I've not played on pop stroke yet, but just from actually visually looking at it is pop stroke has more contours and curves and humps and different kind of features like that inside of their mini golf that you don't typically see. So I'm curious if this place will actually start to see some of that happening, or if it's going to remain relatively flat and they're just going to use carpets and fabrics to kind of imitate like sand and water features and that sort of thing. Yeah, it definitely is hard to tell on this concept, you know, where, whether or not that's that's happening. But yeah, agreed that the pop stroke is much more like real golf greens, like, you know, it, but like scaled down, right? Like so real golf courses and holes scaled down to a smaller form because they have their little bunkers and things that they, they have on the on, on pop stroke. So I don't know if that'll be the case here. We haven't yeah. been able to tell. Yeah, I so, haven't I have not seen somebody else do that that quite the same way as Prop Surf has done it yet. So yeah, that, no, was, totally. that, that definitely I can see it would be an interesting trend to watch for. So okay. Um, well, let's talk about McDonald's for a second. <laughs> Again, McDonald's, McDonald's, but they are set to captivate the anime and magna enthusiasts worldwide by introducing Wickdonald's themed experiences and products across 30 international markets starting the end of February. Now, I don't know if you know what Wickdonald's is, but it's something that started in the anime world. And what they they did is they swapped the M for an upside down M or a W so that they didn't get in trouble by using the McDonald's logo and the McDonald's name in their anime series. And it's become extremely popular. As a matter of fact, here, let's pull up this picture. You can see in this picture. Oh, wow. Okay. 
how they used it so that they weren't getting in trouble and that McDonald's would go after them. Um, but they wanted to use McDonald's because it's such an easily identifiable brand and eatery that uh, it actually made sense. Anyway, McDonald's has decided to completely embrace this. So rather than get upset about it, yeah, exactly. They are going to be introducing and launching some initiatives. So they are in Los Angeles, March 9th and 10th. They're doing a completely immersive dining experience with McDonald's. Um, And I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I couldn't find any pictures, but it sounds awesome. They're going to plunge patrons into this universe through a 360 degree projection mapped area where people get to sit down. They'll have uh, countertop, tabletop experiences, and then they're going to have some, it'll be complemented by themed items. So one of the items I found were called Wick Nuggets, which is going to (laughs) be McDonald's Nuggets, obviously, with an exclusive sauce blend of ginger, garlic, soy, and chili, which actually sounds pretty darn tasty. I almost feel like that's something that they should do on the regular, but they're going to be embracing this cultural anime, uh, uh, what's it called? The, the anime um, magma kind of, yeah, exactly. By uh, implementing this, Um, they collaborated with some artists, uh, Aki Bright, I don't know who this is, um, to come up with the McDonald's packaging, which allow guests to unlock digital uh, Magna Weekly, I'm not exactly sure. So it sounds like they're kind of uh, introducing some gamification into it and doing a bunch of other things with other people involved in this world, which I think is brilliant. Good for McDonald's for embracing it. And this will just be a fun little promotion that they've got out there. Yeah. I mean, if you can't beat them, join them. I think that's uh, it's it's brilliant. There's a massive anime and manga following that's not, I mean, it's global, but you know, the US is, I mean, my kids I would say 50% at least of what they watch on YouTube or in Crunchyroll or whatever is, is anime. And, you know, and so uh, it definitely is here in the U S and what a great way to tie it all together. So mm-hmm. killer, killer promotion. That's awesome. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to play a video and this is a new venue that's opened up. This is um, well, it's not. It's, it's not opened up yet. It's unveiled, so it's under construction. It's for an entire new mall that's actually under construction. It's um, the the Conestoga Marketplace in Nebraska, in Central Nebraska. And there's going to be a B and B theaters opening. And this is the B and B theaters. By the way, I didn't know this, but apparently it's the fifth largest chain in America. There's 56 locations across 14 states. This will be the third location in in Nebraska. And this is uh, you know, basically coming into this mall. This is a $220 million project, the mall as a whole. And there's a target that's going to be there and a bunch of other stuff. It's the whole project spanning 50 acres. It's massive. But I want to play this video and you know, just watch it. This is an example of what the BNB, uh, you know, the BNB theaters is going to be and going to have inside of it. And just tell me what stands out to you when we get onto the interior. So it's only a 30 second video. So this will go pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I'm going to ask you, Christine, what stands out that uh, you think is odd about what they've uh, about their attraction mix and what they put in here? Oh, gosh, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that is so bizarre. You're kidding me. Okay, I'll wait for the video. No, no. Like right at the beginning, can you go back to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you, you already saw it. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you know, for those of you who are listening, um, what, what did you see there, Christine? I'll pickleball pause it here when we get to it right pickleball. here. Pickleball? Like, is that serious? Pickleball courts? It, it is. Oh. It is serious. So let, let me read to you the attraction mix. They have seven screens with heated recliner seating, a state of the art ten lane bowling alley, seven thousand square foot arcade, 
restaurant with a full service bar and four full size indoor outdoor pickleball courts. Wow. Okay. I I just, I cannot understand that. Like if I'm going to a movie and I'm getting probably dressed up, either I'm going on a date or I'm hanging out with friends, I'm not going to get sweaty. (laughs) can assure you that I'm not going to be playing a pickleball before I go sit down inside of a movie theater to enjoy my movie. And, uh, or or afterwards, right? You're, you're not you like look at look at how the people are dressed here in this in this uh, thing. They're all it's, in nice clothes. They're going to go bowling and going out for some drinks and a movie, and maybe play the arcade a little bit while they're waiting for their movie to start. They're not going to play fucking pickleball. But, this is okay. when there's a bubble. This is when they're a bu- this is a bubble we're in pickleball bubble. Are people just like? Do you think people are just going to go there to play pickleball and leave? No. No, like, are we, what are we missing? Uh, I feel so like anyway, yeah. who, who, who said, <laughs> Hey, go put a pickleball. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it, sense. I mean, no, this one doesn't make sense. Look, like we, we can, you know, I, I still struggle with the, the pickleball venues in general, but look, you know, I could be wrong and they could, they could end up being just successful and totally fine, but you can't, you cannot stick pickleball in this mix. This no. does not work in this attraction no. mix. You can no, make an argument that that I'm wrong, you know, or that we're wrong or whatever on the other, the standalone pickleball venues. You can make that argument and that that's going to work. This doesn't work, period. Yeah, this is yeah. stupid. This is just okay. stupid. This is still just a rendering though, right? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, this is a rendering, but this is what they're building and this is what they've put in their press release. This is what is coming and what is currently under construction to, oh, to open a little bit later this summer. Maybe they'll get enough quick feedback and they'll change their plans. And they're, they're not going to. Like, well, who's going to give them that feedback? Okay. Maybe, maybe they're going to watch the Daily Show, today's Daily Show, and they're going to, you know. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. So, theaters, you know. Listen, at yeah. least it's an open space and it could be easily converted into something else. And they probably didn't waste a ton of money putting pickleball flooring down, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, exactly. Not. Exactly. Which you're going to have to do in oh, six months okay. after it opens because it's oh never going to be used. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When? Okay. I'm with you. I'm like, when are we going to stop talking about pickleball? I just don't even think I can handle it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but you <laughs> hey, brought it up. You saw it. Yeah. You brought it up. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you're blaming me. I love this. Okay. All right. Well, let's finish right. on a good note, positive note here. Let's talk about Chuck E. Cheese right. for a second. Okay. Chuck E. Cheese is doing an amazing cool giveaway. I think it is so brilliant. So on the tagline here, 50 million e-ticket giveaway. Now, don't get too excited. That's not for one person. That's a breakdown of how many tickets they're going to give away during this whole entire campaign. But I think they are doing an amazing campaign here. So what they're doing is for each location that they have, and this is just, you can go onto their website at chuckycheese.com forward slash giveaway, and you can sign up every single location they have in the US anyway, they're giving away 50,000 tickets to two people that sign up and everybody that signs up also gets a thousand tickets. Oh, here we go again with Hey, that's, that's totally relevant though. All right. I mean, perfect. perfect. <laughs> All right. But it's a great giveaway. So can you imagine getting 50,000 e-tickets? You get to go into your Chuck E. Cheese, go on a little shopping extravaganza on their, uh, you know, their redemption wall and do some shopping. And everybody else gets 1,000 tickets. So it's driving traffic into these locations. It's getting people excited about the brand. And every kid is a winner. Now, I did think that the graphic was a little bit misleading when I saw it. But like I said, this is their whole the whole amount of the giveaway. And that's a heck of a lot of uh, money and uh, prizes and uh, value to actually give away. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, obviously, if it's 50 million, not every kid who signs up, right? I mean, do they just stop to sign no. up at a certain threshold? That you know, because oh. if every kid's getting 50,000 tickets, you're gonna hit that 50 million threshold. Uh, well, after right. a thousand, you know, after a thousand times. So, 
Well, um, they, they said here that they every participant is assured to win a thousand e-tickets. So I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. a thousand e-tickets, not fifty thousand e-tickets. No, so two people at each location will win the fifty thousand, and then everybody else that signs up will win a thousand e-tickets to come in and redeem in the store. Okay, which, got it, got so it. Okay, to me, that's kind of like giving everybody ten bucks to come and spend on your reduction wall. Like if yeah, you just totally. do the calculation, right? So totally. Yeah, the thousand tickets is awesome. Um, okay, I thought everybody was getting fifty thousand. I was like, wait, that's no. going to be like a hundred kids who get, you know, or excuse me, a thousand kids who get that. And so, all right, right. got it. Yeah, right, very yeah. cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah, so yay, yay, Chuck E. Cheese. I love it. But you know what? The promotion stands out, and I think it'll catch a lot of eyes and a lot of attention. And again, drive people into the store for that ten dollars spend. Yep, Chuck E. Cheese is killing it. They have always great, they have great promotions, great branding, great IP. They're doing a great job. So, yeah. all right, keep it up, Chuck E. Cheese. Awesome. Okay. Well, this this wraps up our daily show and the last one we're going to do here in Phoenix for a while, which is sad. Not the last one. You know, we're going to be we're going to be together in Vegas at Amusement yes. Expo, and so we'll have well we'll have a lot of fun doing a couple of daily shows there. But um, anyway, it's been it's been obviously great to have you out here this week, and um, you know, be excited the next time we get to do it here together. So, well, I'll be back in April for sure, but maybe before that, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. all you other Xers, this is CB and BW signing off from Phoenix. Bye, Stay guys. tuned and keep kicking ass.